Ron Aguilera, and this is episode number eight of the Pastor's Coach Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me today. Our topic is board meeting, B-O-A-R-D, or board meeting, B-O-R-E-D. And this title was influenced by a John Maxwell Enjoy Life tape I heard many years ago on how to run a successful church meeting. So that's what I want to talk about today, how to prepare for and how to run a successful meeting, because running an effective church meeting is a critical part of a successful pastor's leadership. It's an important skill. It's a tool in the pastor's leadership tool belt. And make no mistake, it's a learned skill and part of every pastor's development. So my question for you today is, how are you doing in this area? Because over the years, the feedback that I've received from pastors as I have this conversation is they often feel ill-prepared to run a board meeting and to handle the obstacles that sometimes surface. See, pastors are often responsible for many areas of church ministry. There's the preaching, there's the discipling, there's visitation, there's Bible study, and then there's leading meetings. And yet, this is not an area of focus often when it comes to our learning curve. Many pastors struggle with the nuts and bolts of effective board meetings, of running the meeting in a way that honors the board members' time and expertise. And this often leads to our high-capacity leaders, those high-capacity leaders in our church, and their unwillingness to serve. So over the years, as I have thought about this and learned uh, some of the uh, best ways to navigate the challenges that meetings bring, I have learned a few things. They have helped me chair effective meetings. And so I thought I would share some of those today in hope in a hope that they might be helpful to you. So here it is. Number one, start and end on time. Pretty basic, but it's a big one. Because they may not say it to your face, but no one wants to attend a meeting that runs an hour longer than expected. Yet it happens all the time, and <clears throat> the pastor loses credibility the longer the meeting goes and the more inefficient it appears. I've been in meetings that started at 7 p.m. and lasted well past midnight, and I remember someone telling me, you know, the devil takes the chair at 9 p.m., well, they were talking about me. <laughs> they were calling me the devil, the evil one, for allowing the meeting to spiral out of control. And it's often true, right? The later it gets, the less effective a meeting gets. So how do you avoid this? Well, you have to plan your meeting agenda. And with that, plan the meeting length accordingly, item by item. How much time will you spend on each item item and this takes thinking this takes planning preparation and the more you do it well the better you will get at estimating the time it will take to get through specific items but the first thing is to start and end on time make a commitment to your group to the board and you have to verbalize this commitment that you will start and end on time uh, that you will respect their time, their, the board member's time, and that you have a clear plan to accomplish the things on the agenda. This will just add to their confidence in you, their trust in you, and their credibility of your ministry. And 
uh, it's also an opportunity during that conversation to verbalize uh, how much you appreciate and value their commitment. And telling them this will help them to understand that they can count on you to run an effectively managed meeting and within a reasonable time frame. So that's number one. Number two, prepare a clear agenda. Now, I, I already alluded to this, but you must be intentional about this. You need to prepare a clear and, here's the key word, realistic agenda. Oftentimes, I see agendas that just run uh, through multiple pages. You don't have to have reports from every department, even though that may be the tradition in your context. You don't need to have a report from every department in every meeting. Instead, I would suggest a simple three-part agenda. Here it is. One, information items. Two, discussion items. Three, voting items. So you start with the information items. This is five or 10 minutes of just items that are for information only. These items do not require discussion. They do not require vote. There's no need to take comments. You know, only maybe clarifying comments or questions. And explain this at the top. These are information items only. We're not going to discuss these. These are about using our time wisely. This is one way to use our time wisely. And if you have a question on any of this information item, just see me after the meeting and I'll be glad to talk more about it. So that's number one, information items. Uh, number two, discussion items. Now these discussion items are the things that you know will take some time to process. Some might even be challenging. So by putting them on the agenda as discussion items and telling the group up front hey, we're not going to vote on these today. This frees you and the group to discuss without fear that things will be pushed through without process. It also allows you to get a feel for what the issues connected to the item is, and it will better prepare you for the needed conversations that you will have before putting it on the voting item list, which, of course, leads to item number three, voting items. Voting items should not take much time because they've been discussed in previous meeting, in a previous meeting or meetings, and probably even between meetings. And you will you will get a sense when it's time to put them up for vote. There will be pretty clear consensus. See, as the chair of the board, as the agenda creator, I, I never put an item as a voting item unless it has been discussed well and I have a good sense of the outcome. Now, this takes time, but you should never go into a meeting unprepared or unaware, not knowing the likely outcome, or without having sufficient conversations with key influencers, or without having shared all the information necessary to make a good decision. This process and preparation creates trust. Not being prepared is just asking for conflict. So plan the agenda before the meeting and prepare by getting all the information and having all the conversations that you need to have with key influencers. And by the way, part of the preparation is communicating the agenda in advance so that no one is surprised, no one feels blindsided, and you solicit any questions so that 
As you receive those questions or comments, it will help you be more prepared for the meeting. Now, number three, be prepared, and that's the key word, be prepared, think through the reality that there may be some disagreements. Think through potential questions or comments, and this happens by having pre-conversations that make you aware of potential obstacles or roadblocks. Now, I know some churches have a healthier leadership culture than others. I also know that in some church structures, the church board or leadership team uh, and and the process uh, of selecting them is flawed. Often boards are made up of people who have been placed there not for their insight or their leadership skill or their uh, positive spiritual influence, but for their theological leanings, for their length of time in the church, or the fact that they're related to someone, or sometimes nobody else wants to do it. Well, one way to manage this is the use of subcommittees, which allows a broader group of people to weigh in and to help in the decision-making, and it waters down the potential influence of one or two difficult individuals. The reality, though, is disagreements will occur. And it's important to handle differences of opinion well, meaning you as the chair have to come across as a non-anxious presence. Uh, People have uh, diverse opinions, thoughts, perspectives, and oftentimes, depending on personality, they are very willing to share them. And sometimes it can be uh, in a way that's inappropriate. But overall, it's a good thing to receive feedback and buy-in from our leaders. Um, And it's, you know, for several reasons. Uh, Beyond kind of their input to the issue, it also reveals uh, or exposes a potential agenda that they may have, and this helps you determine how to address it in the future. I will tell you, this is much better than being blindsided. But again, you must have a plan in place to handle disagreements and conflict. And one way is to table decisions by using the information item, discussion item, and voting item agenda. Uh, One other thing, uh, to diffuse contention in the meeting, uh, make sure you have the meeting before the meeting. Uh, What do I mean? You should have conversations with your key leaders, your key influencers before the meeting, like a church board, especially if you're dealing with a difficult issue. Uh, You meet and you have a conversation about their thinking, their advice, their perspective, to make sure you're on the same page. And if you're not on the same page with several key influencers, then back up, take it off the agenda, regroup until you have consensus. Many pastors create conflict unnecessarily. I don't think I've ever had a board meeting not knowing what the outcome is going to be, especially on a difficult issue. So if you don't know the outcome, don't put it on the agenda. And if people ask, why isn't it there? You can just say, hey, we're not ready to address that yet. There's still a couple of conversations to be had or some details or information that need to be gathered before we can discuss it. Now, this is critically important, pastors, critically important. So as you consider Uh, how to run uh, a meeting, be intentional, be strategic. Jesus said, I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. Thanks for joining me today. I want to invite you to subscribe to this weekly podcast and to join me next week 
also to let others know of this resource. And of course, if you want to contact me, if you have a question or you want to suggest a topic, you can email me at thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. That's thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. Again, thanks for joining me. Talk to you next week.